welcome you to another edition of Eagles 360. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with Joe DeCamera here on this Wednesday at the NovaCare Complex. Joe, how you doing? Doing good, Dave. Back for another year. We're all excited, ready yeah. to go. Yeah, catching your breath after all this <laughs> stuff that's going down with this football team. Yeah, it's been a lot. It's been a lot, but uh, some big changes, dawn of a new era, and uh, excited to get going. Yada, yada, yada. All that stuff. And oh, by the way, the Eagles consummated officially a trade today, yep. sending cornerback Eric Rowe to the New England Patriots in exchange for a fourth-round draft pick in 2018. Your rapid reaction? Well, you know, I think the Eagles are just trying to get what value they can for Eric Rowe. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a disappointment to see a second-round pick in what would have been the start of his second year get traded. From, first off, not contribute much to the team, and then ultimately get traded for a fourth-round pick. So my reaction is it's, it's disappointing to know that's what the ultimate outcome was. But, you know, obviously, the new regime's trying to salvage what they can from a player that, you know, obviously picked by Chip Kelly ultimately didn't work out well enough. And there we go. Very quick. Yeah. All right. So that's that. But there's more that has happened on this Wednesday as the Eagles get ready for the regular season opener against the Cleveland Browns. And for that, we throw it out to Alex Smith, our Eagles 360 update. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Smith, and this is your 360 update. The big story here at the NovaCare Complex continues to center around number two overall pick Carson Wentz as the rookie quarterback gets set to make his first NFL start on Sunday in the Eagles season opener against Cleveland. Now, we did hear from Wentz at his press conference inside, but we also heard from some of the veterans around him inside the locker room, including Alan Barber, Jason Kelsey, and Jordan Matthews, as they expressed their confidence in the North Dakota State product. He, he has a great balance in everything. You know, he's, he's a leader, but he ain't one of those guys that's annoying. You know, those guys that talk a little bit too much. No, he talks when he needs to. When he opens his mouth, guys listen because they know that he's going to say something that needs to be heard. I think he's a great player, and we all know he's a great player. And we've seen the ability of, to make big plays, so I think, uh, you know, as a professional, you just got to go out there and work hard and, you know, take care of what you can take care of. And, I think everything else will take care of itself. He already knows the calls. He already knows everything about this offense from training camp and everything like that. Now it's just making sure that we're on the same page. Um, we're on the same page, not just with the calls, but how we're going to do things this week against this defense, um, how he feels comfortable. So um, I think that uh, those are all things that you always iron out as a center and quarterback. Is we're just upping the communication and making, making it a point of emphasis, or at least I am this week, uh, with a new guy back there. The other big news item here at the NovaCare Complex was the announcement early this morning that former second-round pick and second-year cornerback Eric Rowe had been traded to the New England Patriots in exchange for a 2018 fourth-round pick. We heard from safety Malcolm Jenkins and head coach Doug Peterson on what this means for both the Eagles secondary and for Rowe moving forward. You know, it's just, it's just one of those things you hate to see a teammate, teammate go, especially somebody like Eric, um, you know, who's played some good ball for us, uh, promising young um, player. But, you know, he'll have success um, in New England or wherever he ends up. Uh, it's just been a, it's been a competitive competitive uh, offseason in that DB room. A lot of guys fighting for position, new and old. Um, you know, unfortunately, he was on the back end of that. I think it was a good, another good opportunity for our organization to, um, you know, to, to, to make some moves and, and, and to, to further his career. Um, as you know, uh, you know, he, he, he's like, for us, possibly the the fourth corner, fifth corner right now going into the season, and this gives him an opportunity to play, and, and that's, that's what you want from your players in the National Football League is to play. And You can hear much more from Coach Peterson, and you can also check out the entirety of Carson Wentz's press conference from earlier today right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and the official Eagles mobile app. And with your 360 update, I'm Alex Smith. Thanks so much, Alex. We've got a lot to get to on the Seagulls 360. 
a bit later on. Joe will break down the Cleveland Browns, our first look there. But when we return to Eagles 360, the Vice President of Player Personnel for the Philadelphia Eagles, Joe Douglas, joins me in studio. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. The bus. The trolley. The train. Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game. Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. I step to Philly. The Broad Street line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies. To my parkway. Spring Garden. Late night. West Philly. South Philly. North Philly. Remarkable things are happening at your local Acme. We're making changes and we're getting better every day. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood, and fresher produce and hundreds of organics. To top it off, we're lowering thousands of prices throughout the store. So come on in and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Lower prices, great quality, and friendlier service. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Experience the power of physical therapy at NovaCare Rehabilitation. We know the importance of an active lifestyle. If you're currently injured, let us bring that active lifestyle back to you. NovaCare is the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Philadelphia Eagles. And with more than 100 convenient locations throughout Philadelphia and South Jersey, go to NovaCare.com today and request an appointment online or call 800-770-6682. The Eagles choose NovaCare, so can you NovaCare. The power of physical therapy. In the ever-changing world that is an NFL roster, we introduce now the Eagles Vice President of Player Personnel, Joe Douglas, who joins me here in studio to talk about, well, a roster that just doesn't seem to stop changing here, Joe. Things are yeah. pretty great. How was the weekend for you? Uh, the weekend was great. You know, we started the process back before the preseason even started with our director of college, or excuse me, director of pro scouting, Dwayne Joseph, and we came together with a watch list of guys. It was all hands on deck mentality, um, like I mentioned to you Thursday night. And um, we had a list of guys. We were able to go out and scout them effectively, and we were ready on Saturday. So you put give, give us the time frame for fans who don't quite understand things. The, the final rosters are to be submitted 4 o'clock on Saturday, 53 players. And then what happens? So then at 4 o'clock when, when the final rosters are submitted, then you get the waiver wire of all the guys that were cut, and then you implement, you execute the plan, which is we have our, our highest graded guys, we, uh, we decide who we claim, and we move on from there. Okay, and then the NFL awards the, team, the players to the teams based on the record. So, in other words, right. three players that you – well, we'll get into these three players here. Let's talk about them. Yeah. Uh, Camus, linebacker Camus Gruger-Hill. Camus. Camus. Camus Gruger-Hill. Uh, okay, you've got it better than me. Um, so, I first laid eyes on him at Northwestern's Pro Day. He was a small school uh, Eastern Illinois uh, linebacker. He just had an unbelievable Pro Day. He uh, went to, he was drafted by the New England Patriots, had a great preseason as a special team player, and uh, just a guy that we felt strongly about uh, okay. with helping FIP and helping the special teams out. Okay. Uh, wide receiver Bryce Treggs, late of the San Francisco 49ers. California wide receiver, very explosive, uh, can take the top off the defense, uh, deep ball threat, and also a kickoff return specialist. Okay. Very and, explosive. And uh, Good. Uh, we, we need yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, everybody needs that. Safety Terrence Brooks, you drafted him in Baltimore, correct? Yes. Terrence Brooks was a third-round pick out of Florida State uh, two years ago for the Ravens, and uh, he brings a physical downhill mentality. He's a striker. 
He's fast. He has some corner in his pedigree. So he's a versatile guy that can help us on the back end. All right. Joe, it's interesting how, the, I, I mean, the job is never done. So no. the Eagles making more moves here. I'd like to get a kind of an overview yeah. of what you think this team is all about. Let's obviously start at the quarterback position. Two on the roster with Carson Wentz, Chase Daniel. How do you feel about quarterbacks? I feel great about the quarterback position. Carson Wentz is, we all know uh, what Carson Wentz brings to the table. Um, he's smart. He's tough. He's a playmaker. He's a winner. Chase Daniel, same boat. Um, more back, uh, come in uh, as a backup. He's won a lot of games. Um, just an outstanding player. Big turnover, Joe, from last year to this year at the cornerback position. Other really, I guess, than Nolan Carroll. I mean, it's a whole new group here with with uh, Leotis, with uh, Ron Brooks, with Jalen Mills as well. Uh, let's discuss that group. You know, Leotis and Ron have been great coming in. Uh, they've played in Jim's defense before. Uh, they've, they've both uh, been high-level contributors throughout the preseason. Um, it was, it's great to see Nolan come back from injury the way he's done. He had as productive a, a preseason as anyone in the National Football League, two interceptions. Uh, we feel really good about the depth there. Jalen Mills um, has been a great find out of LSU. Very tough, very instinctive. Um, he has great eye discipline uh, back there. So we're excited about the corner position. So Joe, what happens, what do you do now? What does your group do now from this point through the rest of the regular season? You know, I think that as the dust settles through the 53-man uh, process, you know, we're st still going to be actively looking at practice squad players, and you know, we're still going to um, look at different ways we can possibly upgrade this team. But I think now you're going to see more uh, on the personnel side and more of the attention start to focus to the college scouting aspect uh, as the season just kicked off this past weekend. So we're going to roll right into college, and, and we're excited ahead. about it. Already yeah, looking ahead to 2017. Yeah, Joe Douglas, thanks draft. so much. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate Joe Douglas, in studio here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Introducing Dunkin's new cold brew coffee. Steeped slowly in cold water for small batches with an ultra-smooth, full-bodied flavor. Discover the craft of cold brew today and keep on. America runs on Dunkin'. Experience the power of physical therapy at NovaCare Rehabilitation. We know the importance of an active lifestyle. If you're currently injured, let us bring that active lifestyle back to you. NovaCare is the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Philadelphia Eagles. And with more than 100 convenient locations throughout Philadelphia and South Jersey, go to NovaCare.com today and request an appointment online or call 800-770-6682. The Eagles choose NovaCare, so can you NovaCare, the power of physical therapy. Hi, I'm Bo Allen from the Philadelphia Eagles, and this is the Allen from Bob's Discount Furniture. We named it after Bo. Thanks, Bob. You're the man. It packs some serious power. Power recline, power headrest, and USB ports. Get the sofa or console loveseat in dark chocolate or light brown, an untouchable value at only $7.99 each. I don't know how you do it, Bob, but man, do I respect it. You know how players show respect after big games? Nope. We swap jerseys. Golden outside or fluffy inside? Deep pockets or delicious ridges? Tasty egg or savory bacon? Experience Dunkin's new Belgian waffle breakfast sandwich. It's not this or that, it's all of it. America runs on Dunkin'. Welcome back, it's Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, Joe DeCamera. And in a moment, Joe is gonna break down the start of this season, the Eagles and the Browns and I'll add my two cents. But first, let's take a look at the Eagles' upcoming schedule presented by NFL Ticket Exchange 
powered by Ticketmaster. For the only 100% verified way to buy or sell NFL tickets, visit NFLTicketExchange.com. Well, Joe, it's Cleveland, and then it's a toughie on the road in Chicago. Your thoughts on the Eagles really getting off to a strong start here before that bye week in week four? Sure. Well, well, obviously you start with, of course, Carson Wentz being the starter now and, and, and that that changes the dynamic of the season. So it's good to know the Eagles start with one of the more manageable games you can have in the season, home versus the Cleveland Browns, a team last year that was 13-3. and three. So, excuse me, 3-13. and 13. So you hope that obviously the Eagles can get off to a good start from there. Obviously Chicago on the road thereafter is a greater challenge. Winnable game, losable game. Interesting, the Eagles could get to 2-0. And then really I look at that Pittsburgh game, and that's the first one when you say, well, that's a really tough one, and that'll give us a, a measuring stick of where the Eagles are. Now if they're 0-2 up until that point, then that'll speak volumes. But hopefully the Eagles have hit the ground running with the win over Cleveland, and then we'll see as they you know, obviously enter the bye week what they do in that game versus Pittsburgh. Later in the year, as we know, the season gets much harder. The schedule gets much harder with a lot of teams deeper we, in the we year. We don't know that, though. Well, we, but that's, we what, we, that's we what we think. think. That right that's now. what we think. Do you, do you have expectations for Carson on Sunday? Like, what, what will make you happy walking out of Lincoln Financial Field? I'd like to see them win. I'd like to see him win because I think it's a winnable game. Eagles are a favored team. I think the Eagles' defense puts them in a position to have a great shot, special teams to win the game. You know, I think you want to see Carson Wentz. This isn't as much about just Sunday, but also the season. You want to see him protect himself. I think that's a really important thing, obviously, as a, a player that can get out of the pocket and do things with his legs, but also that creates a, a dynamic where he could take some shots and you want to see him pick his spots. Doug Peterson talked about that today. He specifically referenced in his press conference that it's not the NFC Championship game this Sunday. So, you know, you want to see him obviously protect himself and, and at times go for the extra yard and at times not. Okay. So to do that, we are going to take a look at the Cleveland Browns and take a look at some of their key players and take a look at some of this big picture of Hugh Jackson's team with the Cleveland Browns. So they come to town. They are young. They are eager. And they are in transition. And we start our story at the quarterback position, Carson Wentz for the Eagles. And how about Robert Griffin III, the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? Who would have thunk it? Yeah, a player we know well. Now, you got to go back. This is, again, where the Carson Wentz storyline exists because, essentially, they, they chose Dave Robert Griffin III instead of Carson Wentz. So that's a huge factor. You talk about a storyline for this game. That's big. They made that trade shortly before the NFL draft, and that was their choice. Now, after they make, and that's something that will go on for 5, 10, 15 years, we can debate based on how good Carson Wentz becomes and how good the Cleveland Browns you know, become as a, as a football team. But for right now, after that trade, they go with Robert Griffin III, which I do think makes some sense for them in light of having made the trade. You know, Dave, obviously they're in a spot where they're going to look to try to get a veteran quarterback and, and try to hold the fort down as they develop a lot of young players. So from that standpoint, I do think Robert Griffin III makes some sense. And obviously, Dave, a, a player from the Eagles' standpoint in the division that, you know, the Eagles know very well. Yeah, I think Robert Griffin III makes no sense for the <laughs> Cleveland Browns, and I'm shocked. They clearly didn't think highly enough of Carson Wentz to make him the pick at number two. Well, no, I agree with you. Now, so what I was saying is once they made the trade, you okay. know what I'm saying? Okay. I think they made the wrong move, to yeah. be crystal clear. But once they made the trade, they're going to plug in someone. It's going to be a Geno Smith. It's going to be a, a Josh McCown. Understood. It's going to be grab your gotcha. guy, and they happen to grab gotcha. RG3. All right, so who does RG3 have to work with? Isaiah Crowell as his running back. Not a bad player, not as explosive as you'd like in that position. Um, but they do have a player at the wide receiver position who really bears some watch here. Their first-round draft pick, Corey Coleman, out of Baylor, a speed player, Joe. And you combine him and Terrell Pryor, a converted quarterback who's now the starting wide receiver for Cleveland, along with tight end Gary Barnage. And there are some weapons and some diversity there 
that will give the Eagles some challenges if they give Robert Griffin III some time to throw. Yeah, and, and you know, no question. I mean, listen, the, the bottom line is, you know, they're, they're still trying to find their way, but they've got some guys, the tight end in particular, who made the Pro Bowl last year, had a real nice year. And, and you know, when you, when you think about the Cleveland Browns for years, it's, it's obviously been a challenge for them. Now, you know, what they're coming into with, with, with this particular team, they're going to lean heavily on Gary Barnage, who made the Pro Bowl with over 1,000 yards last year. The first-round pick, Gary Coleman, that, that Dave was talking about out of Baylor, 15th pick overall in the draft. So, you know, time will tell what he has for his career. This is a team in general with a, a lot of transition. They had a tremendous amount of draft picks. They had the most draft picks of any team in three decades in the NFL. So a, a team trying to find itself, and I would say one day that's probably not a great challenge. But as is always the case in the NFL, until you get to week one, you really don't know what teams have. You, sure. you kind of feel like you know what they are, but you don't really know. They've got a new head coach, obviously a new quarterback. They've got a new defensive coordinator, a lot of new players across both sides of the ball. So until you see it happen, it's hard to know definitively what they are. And on defense, Ray Horton, the coordinator, he likes to bring a lot of pressure. Their name marquee player is cornerback Joe Hayden. Yeah two times a Pro Bowl player. So that's your first look at the Cleveland Browns. We'll dig deeper into the Browns as we get closer to Sunday's kickoff. A little later on, we'll show you what's coming up here. Our Amorosos on the menu. Look at what's ahead for you and for the Philadelphia Eagles. But next up here on Eagles 360, Merrill and Mike. They go from the radio booth to the TV booth, and they look back in time. It's our old-school All-22 look at a game, the Eagles and the Browns, the year... 2000. Do you remember the game? Well, we're going to show you when we return. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by Santander, introducing Simply Right Checking from Santander Bank, a new checking account that's convenient and gives you more control. Sounds simple, doesn't it? Visit one of our branches or santanderbank.com simple to learn more and sign up today. The guy was a legend on the field. He poured everything he had into this game. You gotta wonder what he's doing on game day now. Guys, cupcakes are ready. Ooh, cupcakes? <laughs> better game days call for better pizza. Now get two medium, two topping pizzas for just $6.99 each. Try our new cinnamon pull-aparts for just six bucks. Better ingredients. Better pizza. Papa John's. You say crazy, I say crafty. You say savage, I say practice. Crazy, crafty, savage, practice. Let's run that whole thing back. You say unbelievable, I say achievable. You say incredible, I say inevitable. Unbelievable, achievable, incredible, inevitable. Let's run that whole thing back. Carbs to compete, electrolytes to replenish. I got tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket, talk to me, please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you know, you just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make profit. Makes more sense. Does a baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. Dave Spadaro, Joe DeCamera, it's Eagles 360. We come your way every day, Monday through Friday, here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and our official app. Now, the Eagles and the Browns renewing old acquaintances. The Browns have had the better of the Eagles in the series history. But way back when in 2000, 
Andy Reid was his second-year head coach. Donovan McNabb, his first full year as a starter. And the Eagles were making a playoff push. Standing in their way for the Cleveland Browns, Doug Peterson, <laughs> starting quarterback. It didn't last long. As we look back in our old-school All-22. Hi, everyone. I'm Merrill Reese, voice of the Philadelphia Eagles, and welcome to Old School All-22, a unique look at a historic moment or game in Eagles history as viewed from the coaches' tape where you see all 22 players. And with me, former All-Pro wide receiver Mike Quick. And Mike, the first game we're looking at, which is appropriate with the Eagles opening the season this week against the Cleveland Browns, is a game that occurred in 2000. That was Donovan McNabb's second year. It was week 15 at the Browns. Yes, Merlin. interestingly enough, the two quarterbacks in that game, the Eagles now head coach Doug Peterson and Donovan McNabb, making his first year as a full starter at quarterback. And Donovan in that game had a big, big day. Threw for 390 yards, four touchdown passes. Let me show you one that he threw, a big one over the top to Charles Johnson. It's first and 10 in the third quarter. The Eagles lined up in a two-receiver set just across midfield. Off a play-action fake to running back Donnell Autry, McNabb drops back, and he stares right at the safety in the middle of the field. By holding the safety in that spot for just a split second, McNabb gives Charles Johnson enough time to win over the top on a vertical route, and he places a perfect pass over the shoulder for a 38-yard touchdown throw his fourth of the game. This win over Cleveland was McNabb's best game yet in the NFL and was a sure sign of things to come for number five in Philadelphia. Mike, I remember in that game, even though Donovan played tremendously, the Browns gave him trouble from time to time and he had some challenges and he was not surrounded by a, an exceptional cast. But what they did have during that time was a great defense. And because that defense was so potent, they were able to give Donovan and that offense lots of opportunities. Doug Peterson is a great guy. And he handled that year in 1999 as really cadden fodder. That's what he was. Andy brought him in until the offensive line was good enough to protect Donovan. Yep. And Donovan was far enough along in his development to go out there and know what he was doing. And Doug never resented it. He knew his job. He went out there and never made an excuse. Well, Doug was coaching even before he started coaching yeah. because in that 99 season, it was Doug, a lot of his help, that helped prepare McNabb for the McNabb era that we all enjoyed in Philadelphia. What a huge game from Donovan McNabb, one of many in his Philadelphia Eagles Hall of Fame career. And it always, when you look back at Donovan, Joe, you always think, well, there was Donovan and here's Carson Wentz. <laughs> And can Carson Wentz ever be as good as Donovan McNabb? Hopefully. Yeah. You know, I mean, li listen, it's, it's the second overall pick in the draft again, and we know what that was last time for the Eagles. So, you know, you, you think about early Donovan, I think you, you think about a lot. He had a lot of help with his defense and his special teams, which is certainly something that Carson Wentz has to his benefit with this team this year, defense and special teams. Early Donovan had some struggles on the outside with the wide receivers. I think that's certainly a challenge for this team this year to try to find who can step up on the outside for the wide receiver spot for the Eagles. But early Donovan also had success in the middle with Deuce Staley and Chad Lewis. And Dave, when you, when you think in terms of this team, you think of success in the middle with Ryan Matthews, with Jordan Matthews, with uh, Darren Sproles, with, with Zach Ertz. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of similarities. And, and hopefully Carson Wentz can also do what early Donovan did, which was move the chains one or two times a game, picking up a first down with his legs, picking his spots. So there's there's a lot of similarities. You're missing something that Donovan did very well. What's that? 
He didn't turn the yeah. football over. Sure. And that made a big difference. And that's certainly what the Eagles want from Carson Wentz on Sunday. All right, we've got more to get to here on Eagles 360. When we return, we're going to show you what's ahead for the Eagles and for you, our Amorosos, on the menu look at the very near future here with the Philadelphia Eagles. This portion of Eagles 360 is presented by RICO. RICO makes information work for the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly. I step to Philly. The bus. The trolley. The train. Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game. Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. I step to Philly. The Broad Street line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies. To my parkway. Spring Garden. Late night. West Philly. South Philly. North Philly. No one's ever fallen 50% in love or cared for somebody with only part of their heart. Love means you're all in, but not all alone. Lincoln Financial helps you provide for and protect your financial future because this is what you do for people you love. Talk to an advisor. Lincoln Financial. You're in charge. We welcome you back, Dave Spadaro, Joe DeCamera. It's only Wednesday, so that means we've got a few days left to dissect and dive into this Eagles-Browns game. So here's a look at what's ahead. Our Amorosos on the menu look for you. Jordan Matthews, Eagles wide receiver, in studio with me tomorrow. Glenn Macknell and his bold predictions also. And the coordinators, Frank Reich and Jim Schwartz, meeting the media. Our Amorosos, the reason Philly sandwiches are so famous look at what's ahead, Joe. You're back on Friday. Between now and then, the Eagles fans are going to get lathered up here. And I think Sunday is going to be an extremely electric atmosphere at Lincoln Financial no Field. Question. Yeah. It's the dawn of a new era. Dave, we're four days away from it. I mean, this, come on. This what is, era is that, Joe? It, it's the Carson Wentz era. It's the Joe, Doug Peterson era. That's right. Yeah. And you know, people are overlooking that. Well, you know what? I, I think Doug had a, had, a, had a real good preseason. You know, I, I think he, you know, things look good as far as the game management in the game. Obviously, you never know until, you know, situation gets real. Uh, and you're, you're just waiting for it, aren't you? No, no. You're waiting as no, a talk but, show host. You're waiting no, for that first time out. No, no. But, okay. I mean, look, you look at Andy in 99, right? And, and Andy had a tremendous run with the Eagles, ultimately not a Super Bowl, but a heck of a run. But remember that first game? They didn't get the kicker on the field in time, the, you know, for the, for the field goal. So, you know, some situations are going to arise, but, yeah. but hopefully it all works out. Yeah. Well, we'll see. we got a lot to talk about we between do. now and then. Joe DeCamera's back with Chris McPherson on Friday. We thank you for coming in today, Joe. And thank you so much for joining us here on Eagles 360. Everyone, have yourselves a great Eagles game.